0: Hello there, and welcome back to Raise Your Vibes. This is Miriam Khan. Thanks for tuning in. Today's topic is about my new book that I published, and that's now live on Amazon Uh, about a week ago, I believe it became live. I'm currently working on a Kindle version and a Kindle um, edition of that, and obviously due to editing times and things like that, hopefully it will be out soon. So you're gonna have to hold on. So. Some of you may or may not be aware, I am a published author and writer. I have been writing for quite a long time, actually. Since I was in my teens, I was always into storytelling and story writing. Uh, In fact, one of the very first books that I sort of published, which wasn't officially published, uh, but it was a book to help students at college who had failed their A levels or hadn't got their grades or hadn't got their AS levels because I was in a similar position myself. And I ended up doing this like self-help and... Um, book for other students in that particular position because there wasn't anything there there wasn't anything to support those students I had also some poetry published uh, prior to that in my teens and then obviously um, when I did the college sort of paperback version that ended up being um, published through the whole of Sheffield uh, colleges you know we were uh, a big network there of people and they realized that, you know, they needed to do a little bit more for the students that unfortunately didn't get the grades that they had that they had wanted. Okay. So, um, I had been on the scene, I guess, I had been on the scene of writing and doing various things and so on. And later on in my late teens, I had done quite a lot of storytelling. I was into English language and literature, mainly literature hence becoming an english teacher and over the latter part of my years with the various experiences that i have had and the various things that i've done you know um several people were saying to me you know you should really start putting down these little golden nuggets and these words of wisdom that you keep speaking and keep saying and keep practicing which was through my life coaching and through my motivational speaking more than anything else as well as counseling skills but i had um, realized that I did need to, you know, the friend that suggested to, that to me was correct and I should sort of start looking it. So I started doing Words of Wisdom, which I'll have, and at some point I will also, you know, publish that in a little pocketbook perhaps. Um, they are on my Instagram platform and they are on my Facebook platform. Links I will provide down below in the feed. Um, but it took a while for me to actually start writing other things too. And What I did last year during a a lockdown situation was I actually pushed myself to write and write properly. And I ended up publishing my first book, which was um, like a drama, you know, a classroom sort of scene. And it's called Beyond the Classroom Gates. That's also on Amazon out there. Then I published another book not long after that which was um, about key Afghanistani texts. It's something that was close to my heart, something that I had looked into when I had done my master's. And that particular text um, was quite revolutionary. I was talking about quite a lot of political themes, religious themes, that are in key uh, texts similar to my culture and similar to my traditions and similar to my faith. However, the book that I've recently just published, which is called Diary of Abuse by a Loved One, so far that has been the most difficult book that I have written and I'm going to explain why. When you are a teacher, when you are a life coach, motivational speaker, when you're someone that has been a child protection officer and a safeguarding officer, so these are positions within education where you are protecting the most vulnerable, the most abused uh, people within our society, children that are in and out of care uh, teenagers that are in and out of care Um, you are working with their families, you're working with their you know, intrinsic aspects of what has been going on and what's been happening around them, you can't help but feel um, a sense of compassion and a sense of wanting to help these individuals get back on their feet again and also when you have witnessed for a number of years when you've been a counsellor, you've witnessed you know, quite a lot of horrific things in your career, in your personal life. You've been in and out of situations when you've done home visits, or you've dealt with people uh, from a personal level or from you know, an intrinsic level or worky level where you're dealing with quite a lot of cases of abuse and trauma, that it was a bit of a wake-up call that since COVID, it seems to have spiralled out of control. And I felt quite passionate that I needed to do something about that and I needed to record it and I needed to put it out there. You know, there are different levels of abuse now. There's different levels of people facing different types of trauma. And some people are able to tell their story and some people are not. So what I'm going to do is read out the dedication I did at the start of the book, which hopefully might put it into a bit of context for those of you that may wish to read it, so here we go. To all the survivors of abuse out there, long may we continue to heal and be strong. Some of us stay where we are because we have have no way out of our enclosed emotional, mental, physical, and spiritual prisons. Some of us have a torch shining on us now and again, showing us the escape routes to freedom and emancipation, and others build a successful escape runway and keep running from their past trauma, not looking back over their shoulders. Unfortunately, some of us are not alive to tell our tales of woe, and overcoming our pain with a heavy heart, I have to say some of us are not free within our minds. The memories and scars keep us prisoners forever, and some of us are able to move forward and heal others along the way. Wherever you are on your stage of abuse, Just know that love and guidance is there. Try to reach out for it. Some of it starts from the inside, but we have to find that self-worth and self-love journey first before we can heal properly. Blessings to you on your road to recovery from abuse. Miriam Khan. So that was my dedication because I knew that from the experience that I've had dealing with various types of abuse, that this particular scenario, this particular word, has definitely expanded. And I go into it in a little bit more depth when I go into it in the preface. So here's the preface for you. Like I said, you can read the rest when you purchase the book, either through the Kindle version or through paperback version through Amazon. Here's the preface. Abuse can happen to anyone, a woman, a man or a child. It is not gender based, nor is it ethnically or culturally based. Abuse is abuse, and in our current society of 2021, it appears to have grown and changed in how it is handled or even on how it occurs within our community. This is an account of some of the issues that arise due to abuse and some of the experiences that people have faced firsthand due to this. Names, places, identities have been changed but all of these diary accounts are from real life scenarios that I am familiar with in one way or another. Please remember abuse does not need to necessarily have to be physical. It can be emotional, financial, psychological, sexual, discriminatory, organizational or can even include modern slavery. You are not alone and there is help out there for you. You just have to ask Which is often the hardest thing we can do for ourselves when i was thinking of this particular idea you know the different characters that i created the different people the different walks of life in my particular um, diary of abuse by a loved one i was thinking of various people i had come across in the years of either teaching or counseling friend-wise personal experience understandably, quite a lot of that information that I have kept uh, to myself and changed names, changed locations, um, changed identities, understandably, because as a counsellor, you keep that information, you know, confidential. However, you use your imagination when you're a writer. You use the aspects of yourself that you're aware of, the familiarity, and we were always told with English, you know, when I was at school myself, to always write from experience experience is your best teacher you know and that is the best tool when you are becoming a writer and it's something that I have really used to help home in and to think about all the different aspects of abuse that my book covers I have various different characters um, that I've dedicated several chapters to and each character you know in the book of Diary of Abuse by a loved one is facing quite a lot of challenges quite a lot of um discomfort quite a lot of abuse that for some is is intrinsically clearly abuse and to some it's not some of it's coercely abuse and that's one of the things that i wanted to tackle you know in this book i wanted to tackle all the different aspects that people have i wanted to tackle all the different people that we have you know that that are facing abuse um Previously, people would stereotype it and think that it's just applicable to females. Well, it's not. Abuse can happen to children, abuse can happen to men. Uh, I've counseled a lot of men that have suffered abuse, you know, in various ways, as well as females. Young children, like I said, with my career. And this particular book, when I was writing it, it's taken me over a year to write, was the hardest book that I have to say that I've had to write. And it's been hard because the emotions and the feelings and the trauma, even though I know that this is purely out of my imagination, I could feel myself being these specific characters. There were times when I had to stop writing and I would weep. You know, I would weep at some of the things that I was writing. Okay. And as and when you look at specific characters that I've written about, you'll understand what I'm talking about. Okay. um i can give you a brief insight to that you know um one of the characters that i talk about is called annie you know and she's in a very very difficult position where she's got a young daughter and she's trying to get herself out of a particular predicament that she's in and she can't i'll give you a bit of reading um from the, that particular chapter which starts on page 15 Okay, so this is an extract from that particular ex- from that particular chapter. Here we go. I managed to pull myself upwards and let out a small yelp of pain as I tried to sit upright and look down at her peaceful face. She was the reason I was now staying in this existence. I wanted to leave now more than ever. But I was trapped. He made sure I was trapped. I was deflated and exhausted of being used like a wrestling bag, a punch bag to his violent episodes. But where would I go? How would I look after the both of us? I glanced at Lucy, only to start sobbing like a little child again. I felt so helpless and at the same time, I felt she was the reason I was keeping myself from living, or should I say existing on a daily basis. She was the reason for me gaining the little strength I had. Before, I felt nothing. I was invisible. I was a nobody now I was a mother. A mother who was responsible for someone else existing and I had to start thinking smart and think of a plan to get us both out of this situation. I didn't want either of us leaving this property or should I say home inverted commas in a body bag. We needed to leave and we needed to leave and live in peace somewhere else and start again. That finishes on page 16 of my book. Understandably, the characters that I look at, the characters that I explore, they all have various issues of abuse and various issues of trauma. Some of them, when I've explored, this, stay. Some of them leave. Some of them forgive. Some of them try to escape. All of the characters face different scenarios that represent the current climate of abuse that we have. Since the pandemic of COVID you know, started last year, there's been a significant rise in the number of people, unfortunately, that are living on a daily basis with abuse. And one of the things that I personally had through my divorce, it, it triggered me, I guess, to make sure that I was raising my voice for some of the things that I had been silent about, some of the things that I had buried, some of the things that I had squashed so deeply, knowing, knowing full well, that this wasn't right, that I was not worthy of this treatment, that I deserve better. But sometimes it's so painful, so hurtful, even as someone as smart as myself and knowledgeable as myself, someone experienced as myself, it's very, very difficult to voice out loud that you are also suffering from abuse. Because again, like I said, there is so much stigma out there. There is so much um, judgmental people There are people that will say to you, you know, you should stay in that marriage, you should not divorce. And there are others that are forcing you to stay there because of financial means and financial reasons. Or it could be that you're the one that's financially making the money, but the trauma and the abuse, the mental abuse, is just far too exhilarating, you know. That you haven't got the strength and you haven't got the energy to leave. And this is what makes it so difficult, you know. A lot of my podcast recently has been about narcissism. And narcissism goes hand in hand with a lot of individuals that are, you know, on the abuse spectrum as well. From that special educational needs background that I have. You know, you see quite a lot of people with mental health issues and mental health problems. And people that are inflicting pain upon others on purpose or vice versa, you know. And it's very hard. Like I said, this book definitely deals with those issues and it does deal with some of the in-depth characters and their internal turmoil of trying to escape, of trying to move and be free and trying to get out of the situation that they find themselves in. And like I said, often that is the most difficult. Often just voicing it can be extremely difficult. And it's the first step forward. But it's the most difficult one that we have to make. And There are times when, you know, you'll see that quite a lot of people, when you're discussing the fact that it's a topic of abuse, they find it hard, you know. They find it extremely difficult to just be able to ask for help, you know. And sometimes there are scenarios where people will make sure that you stay broken and you stay in that, you know, abuse state. And some people never get over it. And that's one of the reasons that I wrote this particular book and I'm sure I'll be doing other topics like this but it's very, very cathartic as well when you're writing it from you know, a point of view where you've come across these individuals. And don't get me wrong, it is extremely painful. There were times when certain chapters that I wrote were so mentally and physically draining for me as a writer, I had to stop. I had to stop and I couldn't come back to finish the book because it was just too traumatic for me. You know? And... There are times when when you are, when you are writing, you do come across you know a bit of a, a block I guess uh, and it stops you from writing until it's the right time. And then there are times when it just flows. you know So each of us will have this uh, scenario where we are facing different aspects of trauma and abuse. We'll know different people as well that have f- fear you know faced that trauma and abuse as well. And it's about how we are compassionate towards them hopefully how we help them and how we support them how we encourage them to grow and heal and how we help them to move on and some of us can't move on you know for you're forever scarred you're forever holding on to this pain that this other individual has caused but you also have pain within yourself because you also have to acknowledge the fact that you've tolerated that pain and abuse. I'm not saying you have to place the blame on you. I'm saying that we all have to acknowledge our own part in that lack of empowerment or over-empowerment where the ego and the id has sort of taken over. And that is definitely one of the things that my book does. It explores all the different dynamics of modern-day abuse. You know, a modern-day trauma. And um i'm you know doing more and more work this this summer on cbt which is cognitive behavioral therapy and i'm making sure i'm staying up to date with the relevant uh, theories and the relevant aspects of cbt because that's what you use in counseling there are other techniques but these are aspects that people you know will come across and use what do we do to move forward you know how do we gain help well in my book i do give the phone numbers of various charities and organizations that help and support people that are in this this particular predicament um there's you know lots and lots of help out there you can get in touch with your doctor if you're in, within the united kingdom that is and you can ask for counseling you know it is a long step of course it is but the fact is that you've you're actually voicing it and trying to get help is is a big step um speaking to loved ones speaking to family again it's a tricky one because some families will support you and some won't and some of us keep repeating our same patterns and see same behavior issues you know and sometimes um we don't see a way way out we don't really have people that understand exactly what we're going through you know they don't really get it they don't understand um how we have tried really hard to escape those particular scenarios you know and they don't get the understanding that we have you know voiced it which for us was a big massive thing you know it's very hard to acknowledge to anybody that this is the pain i'm suffering this is the abuse i'm suffering and um you know i need help like i said these are the very 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 first steps that we make and you know those are the hardest, they're the most difficult, but they're the ones that help us to recovery. And some people will never understand why some people that suffer from different types of abuse keep going back and keep going back. They're often labelled as being weak when actually they're quite strong for staying in that predicament and staying in that particular scenario because it takes a strong person to be able to build up this resilience and build up this um, strength to stay there they 're not weak at all, okay, the other person has deflated them and knocked them down, but they're not weak at all and that's another thing that my book looks at you know I've been doing some other podcasts recently with two writers um and, you know i'll put the details down in my um feed, but there's two writers i have uh, two authors should I say similar to myself who've both done you know uh books on um domestic abuse and narcissism, mainly narcissism, you know, um, Alison Dagny and Maggie Petrarchi, both on my podcast show, we did some amazing podcasts where we tackled this topic of narcissistic abuse. And, you know, it's becoming more and more clear that more people are now writing about their experiences As well as coaching supporting helping loving encouraging others to leave and i guess that's one something i'm doing as well through my podcast and through my counseling and through through the work that i'm doing now through the books that i'm publishing and by speaking to you whoever's tuning in and listening in it's there because we must leave that you know um area or place of help for someone else out there you never know who could be tuning in reading what you've written They could be in a similar position, but they're just in a predicament where they think they're by themselves. And you're not. You really are not. You know, we are, as a society, hiding all these issues. We're covering up for these abusive people as well. And we shouldn't do that. But we do. You know, we really do. And it's a situation where we should try our very hardest to um, encourage people To speak up and that in itself is the first step you know it's not easy to say to someone I'm struggling I'm finding this hard and that is the bit that is very 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 painful for a lot of people to acknowledge and to move forward from so if you know someone you know um, if you are suffering from abuse if you know someone who's suffering from abuse or you just want something to read please go ahead and read my book because hopefully, you know, it helps others. Hopefully it helps people to um, search beyond what they have at the moment, and it helps them to move forward. It helps them to gain a sense of pride, and maybe it helps someone to be strong, you know? Please help others. If you find someone in that scenario, in that, in that situation, Please help them to get out. Help them to move forward. Help them to start on the path of recovery again. Don't leave them in a predicament where unfortunately, as a last resort, God forbid, they're in a body bag. You know? In worst case scenarios, that can happen. It really can. Please look out for each other. Step in. Call the police. Help a loved one out. Don't be judgmental. Give them positive praise even if it's just having a cup of tea with someone help them that's our duty definitely our duty to help others take care thank you for tuning in i will put the information about my book on the um, on the amazon feed in my link hopefully like i said at some point i will have the digital version of that on the kindle out published hopefully i just need to tweak it and edit it but hopefully that will be out soon And thank you for your support. Thank you for your encouragement. And thanks for tuning in to Raise Your Vibes. Take care. God bless. Blessings to all. Bye for now.